music. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, everyone, to the Walt Disney Theater. As I said, I have music now. This will be my music whenever I enter a room. We need about 100 volunteers to follow me around and play that when I walk into a room. How's everyone this morning? Okay, you're more awake than I am. Um, we're going to get started in just a little bit, but before we do, there were some things that I wanted to talk to everyone about and to uh, actually solicit your help. Um, most of you will remember that back in January of 2009, we did a fundraiser for Give Kids the World. Uh, we sold t-shirts, special t-shirts we'd had designed for $25 each, with 100% of that money going to Give Kids the World. That was something we did to honor the memory of our good friend, Bob Varley. <clears throat> and something really extraordinary happened when we did that. Now, we set up a goal of raising $10,000. And I can remember when we planned that out and me thinking, okay, $10,000, man, we got to sell a lot of T-shirts. Um, but something really, really extraordinary happened. Um, we didn't raise $10,000 we raised $63,000 for Give Kids the World. And we didn't raise $63,000 by selling t-shirts. I mean, we certainly sold t-shirts, don't get me wrong. But what happened was our community, our community, our listeners, took it upon themselves to come up with ideas, things they could do in their own community, in their own family where they worked, to help. Didn't ask us, didn't solicit us for assistance. They just took it on themselves and went and, and came up with some great ideas. We had people doing bike-a-thons and bake sales and, oh. <laughs> I love it. Okay, yeah, but now I can't see anybody. Can we bring the house lights up just a little bit? Thank you, perfect, perfect. I don't want you in the dark, that's scary. I need to see where you all are, especially Lunny. <laughs> um, uh, bake sales and bike-a-thons, and, and, and one of the ones that really, really touched me, uh, a, a couple of girls uh, went into their local supermarket and made ice cream sodas, sold ice cream sodas to raise money for Give Kids the World, and that really touched me. And that's how we got to that number, generosity. We had a $20,000 matching donation from one of our listeners, which was amazing. Um, and that's how we got there. And after that event, I, I started thinking, you know, the way to do this is not to sell t-shirts. The way to do this is to let you guys loose. Really, let you guys be creative and let you guys do something. So we came up with this idea. It's really simple but really challenging. What if we could find 10,000 people willing to commit to asking 10 friends to raise $10? For those of you who are like me and are not fast with math in your head, it's a million dollars. 
okay? And on January 1st, that is what we are launching. We're calling it the Power of 10, the Give Kids the World $1 million Challenge. We're not selling anything. We're not shipping anything. We're focusing our attention on finding 10,000 people willing to ask 10 friends to raise $10. And if we can do that, we can help send 20,000 children to Give Kids the World. Now, uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Give Kids the World, when a child with a life-threatening illness asks an organization like Make-A-Wish to go to Disney World, this is who Make-A-Wish reaches out to. Uh, calling Give Kids the World, uh, the village, calling that a, a, a housing is like calling this transportation, okay? Uh, it's so much more, it's so much more. Uh, and, and they make, they turn no one away. They turn no one away. And some of you have been to the village. Uh, Dave Parfit, God bless Dave Parfit, um, has been, uh, he has been organizing uh, volunteerism uh, trips uh, to give kids the world to help volunteer and uh, uh, exposing people to the wonderful work that they do. I cannot do this organization justice. So we have a very special guest here with us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the executive director of Give Kids the World, Ms. Pamela Landworth. Well, good morning. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here for many, many reasons. First, to be part of this incredible Dis Unplugged cruise and for my very first ever Disney cruise, which has just been amazing. So much fun. So actually, it's not even on my first Disney cruise. It's my very first cruise ever. So I absolutely had no idea what to expect. But it's been awesome. And to be surrounded by so many friends, it made it even more special. I get the wonderful opportunity to share a little bit more about Give Kids the World for those of you who don't know about us. Uh, we are a nonprofit organization that's based out of Kissimmee, Florida, and we do, do serve children and families from all 50 states, and we're up to 72 countries around the world now. And these, yeah, it's a pretty amazing how we've grown. I'm getting ready to celebrate our 25th anniversary in March of next year. And in that time, right now, we've served 105,000 families. Yeah, that's a yeah, pretty impressive number. Thank you. Um, put that into perspective. There are 27,000 children each and every year in the United States alone that are diagnosed with a life-threatening illness. And we know that historically, when given a wish, the opportunity to make um, a, a choice about a wish, that over half of all children would choose the Disney wish. And so if you can think of that, we should be serving about 13,000, 13 to 14,000 families a year just from the United States. This year, we'll probably reach 7,000. So we realize it's just an awareness type of information so hopefully what more folks knowing about Give Kids the World will allow us to get out there and serve more families. Now of course as um, Pete mentioned these are children with life-threatening illnesses between the ages of 3 and 18 and what our goal is is to take these families out of that all too familiar world of doctor visits and hospital visits and medical treatments and take them into a world of a week of yeses is what we like to call it. They're all too often hearing no. The kids are saying you know no we can't afford a vacation we can't afford 
Christmas presents. We can't afford a birthday. We can't even afford to go out to dinner because no matter how wealthy a family is, having a child with a life-threatening illness completely depletes that wealth very quickly because of all the costs associated with it. So imagine coming to a whimsical village where the answer to every question you have is yes. Do you want a banana split for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Absolutely. Do you want to have one for midnight snack? You bet. A banana split. Um, do you want to go to a theme park? Do you want to just stay around and enjoy a, our wheelchair accessible village, which is everything is wheelchair accessible. So if you can imagine having a child, as one did, a 16-year-old girl, um, who once told me that that was the very first time she'd ever been able to take a shower on her own because our villas have wheelchair accessible showers as well. Now, guys probably can't appreciate that, but for a 16-year-old girl to have to wait until you're 16 to be able to take a shower all by yourself is amazing. So that's what we're trying to do is make these families feel welcome. Everyone stares at them when they're out in the general public. And so imagine when for a week they're there and nobody stares at them. They feel like they belong for the first time in a long time because they're surrounded by other families that are going through all of the similar situations. And just because they have a child with a life-threatening illness doesn't mean that God spared them all the other challenges. You know, they're losing their jobs, they're losing their, their um, benefits and things like that. So we just really want to make this a perfect week as possible. So in, 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 in addition to all the food they could possibly want, it's almost like a cruise because you can eat nonstop, um, we have entertainment nonstop as well. We're very blessed to have an incredible partnership with Walt Disney World. They were our very first partner, of course, and they send the Disney characters out twice a week so the families don't have to wait in those long lines to get autographs and to spend quality time. Um, the other parks as well, SeaWorld and Universal, send their characters out. But every night, um, we have horseback riding in the mornings too, and then every night there's something different. So Wednesday night, one of my favorites is there's the um, a Village Idol program, where these children get up on stage and perform just like the Village Idol. And then we have no Simon Cows in the audience, we have children that are the judges, and at the end, of course, everyone wins, which is really cool. And then at the end, you see the kids lining up to get the other kids' autographs, it's just precious. And little kids who may have a trach, and they get up on stage, and they try to sing, or they're in a wheelchair, and they try to dance, and something they would never do in their own environment. So very exciting. Thursday, every single Thursday is Christmas. We make it snow on the avenue. We have a, a, a holiday parade, and Santa and Mrs. Claus are there every single Thursday, no matter whether it's December or um, July. So it's a great experience. And you add that every night, something totally different. And the whole purpose is to hopefully give that child something to get excited about. Because we believe so deeply that the whole um, physical, spiritual, and mental health are so closely intertwined. If you can just give them something to latch on to, some wonderful memories that they can reflect back on when they're back getting those treatments again, that'll give them that renewed spirit to go back and fight that battle and hopefully win it. Or in those tragic times when they lose the battle with the illness, some wonderful memories for the families to reflect back on. Now, in those 105,000, we have some incredible stories, incredible letters where families write to us and say that they believe this experience either prolonged the life of their child or actually saved the life of their child. We'd love to be able to say that about every single one of those, but we know that we can't. Um, and there's so many special stories that we could share. One of my favorites, talk about the magic that happens there. We, had, um, we get rush wishes, which literally means that they might have to get there within 24 hours, um, and we're told that there's a strong likelihood that they won't survive the wish. So we had this particular case, this beautiful little girl, she was three years old, she came down from Indianapolis, and I usually get to spend time with each one of these families. And at the same time, we'd been hearing about this character called the bear in the big blue house. I don't know how many of y'all have heard of the bear in the big blue house. 
I, um, we'd, I'd, I'd heard about him, and every time that he was scheduled to visit the village, because I guess he films in New York, he was scheduled to visit the village, and at the end, that uh, right the day before, they would have to pull him because he had to do a photo shoot over at Disney. So on this particular day, this was the sixth time, and sixth time was supposed to be the charm, the bear in the big blue house is actually going to show up. So I went over to this castle where we have a, a beautiful carousel, and I see this little girl, and you can obviously, we don't know the financial where with all of the families, but this family, you could tell, just didn't have much um, in the terms of the worldly wealth. And I went over and started talking, and they, she was gazing at the bear in the big blue house who did show up that particular day, and just, you could see her little face, it was just lighting up. Well, the bear you know, ended and went backstage to change, and I went over and talked to the family, and they're all crying, and I said, I'm, I, is everything okay? And um, they said, you're not going to believe this, but Paige's first wish was to meet the bear in the big blue house. But they couldn't arrange it because they found out the bear was going to be traveling and he wouldn't be in New York. And so for this child to come here and see the bear. So quickly I run backstage and ask the bear if he will get back into costume and come back out and spend some time with Paige. And the beauty of it is, of course, because the bear, he is the bear, so he could talk. And I'll never forget in this private moment, he came out and he looked at Paige, and as you know the bear, he sniffed her as the bear in the Big Blue House does, and he said, you know, Paige, if I would have had a wish, it would have been to meet you. And um, this was October, and Paige was not expected to survive this wish. I got a card from the parents, and she survived that through that Christmas. And they were saying they think it was that moment that gave her that strength to go back because she was so excited about seeing. That's the one and only time the bear in Big Blue House has been to the village. So I think there's divine guidance there. And this family believes that that's the reason that they got to spend their last Christmas um, with Paige in that way. So that's what this is all about. Um, we do like to share that when you do raise this money, which we hope you do, we're here to help you whatever you can do. At 20,000 is one fifth of the number of families that we've already served. So it would be huge to be able to um, raise the money to help us bring 20,000 more children. Just want to let you know that we, uh, we'd like to think that we're very good stewards of the money that you raise. Last year, Worth Magazine named us the number one most fiscally responsible charity in the United States, and there's a million and a half charities, so we're very proud of that distinction. And those of you who are very, um, know a lot about the nonprofit organization or the nonprofit world, you're considered good as a charity if your admin fund ratio rate is 35%, literally meaning out of every dollar you spend, 35 cents goes to admin and fundraising and 65 cents to the mission. Well, at Gift Kids World last year, it was 6.3% admin and fundraising. So over 93 cents goes directly to the mission. So we're very proud of that. So when you're out there raising those, finding those 10 friends to each give $10, know that that truly is making a difference in the lives of these special children. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for um, being with me on my very first Disney cruise. Pete, for everything you do, Dave, the entire Dis Unplugged group, we're very thrilled and very honored to be part of this. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the cruise. Thank you so much. Thank you. Pamela Landworth, ladies and gentlemen. So now you get an idea why, right? You get an idea why. Um, this is our mission. This is my mission. You listen to the show every week, get used to hearing about this. You, you come to the boards all the time, get used to seeing this. Because I'm not stopping until we get to a million dollars. I don't care what we have to do. 
and I want to be clear about something. This is not a Diz thing. We're setting up a website, powerof10.us, that is not about the Diz. It's not linking back to the Diz. It is dedicated solely and completely to this and only this. All the fundraising has been set up. It goes directly to Give Kids the World. We're going to have a text number that you'll be able to hand out to people. They text something to a particular number. $10 automatically goes to Give Kids the World. We have the firstgiving.org page uh, where donations can be made. Our website that we're setting up for this is going to have all sorts of ideas that you can take and run with. It's going to have a place for you to discuss your ideas, share your experiences. This really is about a grassroots community-based effort. All of us banding together in the 14, almost 14 years that I've had our site, I have seen some amazing things happen in this community. And not just because I'm a part of it, but in all seriousness, I don't think there is a more generous, more genuine, more compassionate group on the internet right now than Disney fans. Really. I've seen it over and over again, and I, I'm really hoping that we, we can tap into that. And I'm not putting a time frame on this. I'm not saying I want to do this in 12 months or 18 or 24 months. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care what we have to do, but that's the goal. That's the goal. One million dollars, 10,000 people, 10 friends, $10. So thank you for indulging me with that. Thank you to Pamela Landworth for coming out. And now without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce my team. First, the easily distracted, Mr. Reese Ackles. Tissues in hand. Of course, my better half, the love of my life, Walter Eccles. <clears throat> A gentleman who uh, volunteers with us has become such an important member of our team, has gotten such great interviews for us, and has done so much to help us with this cruise, Dave Parfit. And he really liked this in rehearsal. The two most exciting words in show business, Kevin Close. <laughs> the genius. <laughs> the man who keeps it all running with a smile on his face the president and webmaster of www.info.com and disboards.com, Corey Martin. <laughs> and of course, his lovely wife, Julie Martin. And last but certainly not least, Miss Kathy Worling. Ladies and gentlemen, the Diz Unplugged. From the Walt Disney Theater on board the beautiful Disney Wonder, you're listening to a very special edition of the Diz Unplugged.
to the Diz Unplugged roundtable discussion for December. When's this going up? Uh, the 16th, I think this is going to go up. December 16th, 2010. Late. What? No. <laughs> That's the day we get back. So. Oh, okay. Uh, from, as I said, from the beautiful Disney Wonder, actually inside the Walt Disney Theater, Incredible. we are the first podcast to ever record in this theater. So I'm very proud of that. And uh, we, uh, we have some, uh, we, we do have some housekeeping. Um, I, I, I want to start before we get to any of that stuff. I do want to start by saying some, some thank yous. First, uh, to the, uh, the staff and the technicians here in this theater, if you enjoyed what you saw yesterday, uh, the work that went on behind the scenes from these people was like nothing I've ever seen before. They really deserve a huge round of applause. They did amazing. Uh, we have to say, uh, uh, of course, a very special thank you uh, to our, our special guests who have joined us on this cruise. Uh, Charlie Ridgway. Uh, our, our, our new cameraman, Bob Gurr. And of course, that amazing performance by Jody Benson. I'll tell you, that was unbelievable. That was absolutely unbelievable. Um, we have to say uh, a special thank you as well uh, to uh, the Disney Cruise Line Groups Coordinator who uh, worked with John from day one planning this. He, he worked with us on Podcast Cruise 1.0. Um, maybe I, he, he'll probably end up getting promoted before 3.0 because he's, he's a great guy. David Gadsen from Disney Cruise Line. Thank you so much, David. Of course, the amazing, uh, the amazing crew here on the Disney Wonder, they have been terrific. I hope you've, uh, you've enjoyed them as much as we have. They have been fantastic. They deserve your applause as well. Um, and I know I'm forgetting someone. Who am I forgetting? We have a couple thank yous we'd like to do. Okay. Uh, we've had some uh, folks who have helped us out on this cruise, have volunteered their time, taken away from their time with their families to do stuff they wanted to do. We couldn't have done it without you, and I hope you guys will stand up and allow us to thank you that way. First of all, Katie Whirling, a fantastic yes, yes. Oh, Katie, please stand up. Two very, very special friends of ours, Kathy and Roger Garjinski. They've been our bodyguards at the door. Uh, Webmaster Kathy, where is she? Yeah. Big help. Of course, Webmaster Alex. Where are you, Alex? Oh, he's all the way in the back. I want to thank Tracy Heinrichs. She did a great job at the buses and has been great helping us with rebooking everybody for the cruise. And Tammy Cermak also helped us with the buses. Is Tammy? She's probably sleeping in. Uh -oh. <laughs> she's, had it. she's over me. Thank you all very much for your time. I can't thank you enough. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thank you. 
Um, we have some other housekeeping, I know. I do. I'd like to, I've done this before. I would like to send out all of our good wishes to Carol Bowling. Yes. Carol's husband is here. Michael, where are you? There's Mike. Michael, yep. I know she's going to be listening to this. Carol, we miss you. We wish you were here, but we'll see you soon. Yes, we will. And um, on a business note, we still have room on our ABD trip. If you would like one of the most expensive buttons you'll ever get that says, I'm going to Paris, you come see me and I'll help you get that button. Now we also have room on uh, some of the uh, on backstage some of our magic back- trips. I don't have buttons for those. <laughs> Why not? Uh, we, not have a, uh, we still have space available on our February trip and our April trip. So if you're interested, find me. Okay. Great. Thank you, Kevin. I know you had some, John. I do. I want to talk a little bit about rebooking. If you want to rebook on board this ship, on this cruise, for another cruise, especially mm-hmm. Podcast Cruise 3.0, mm-hmm. please make sure you get your forms in soon. Typically, people wait until the last day of the cruise to do this, and it becomes a madhouse at the rebooking desk. You should have received the forms in your stateroom for rebooking the next cruise. If not, just go to the rebooking desk. They know all about us. They know all about our next cruise. They'll help you rebook. Um, If you're waiting for Podcast Cruise 4.0 to be announced, we don't know when that's going to happen, but something you might want to consider is book a dummy date in the future so that you get the onboard booking credits and the discount, and we can move that booking to Podcast Cruise 4.0 when those are announced. Just try to do that as soon as possible, because I'm really afraid the last night the booking desk is going to be nuts. And, of course, Podcast Cruise 3.0 is going to be on board uh, the Disney Dream so we're very, very excited. It's a five-day, five-night cruise, five uh, double-dipping at Castaway Key. So um, very excited about that. June 2012. I think we should be doing these once a month. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> you can. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It if wasn't that much heard. work. No. Well, I got to do, let me write it down. Intro music, once a month cruise. What else? <laughs> Keep trying. On a more serious note, um, I have heard <laughs> Excuse me. tell that... Uh, they expect the weather to be 70 degrees tomorrow and favorable for going to Castaway Cape. Yay! Yeah, everybody kept asking, uh, asking me, you know, like, are you, are you okay with the, with the change in schedule? Guys, when we do the show, really and truly, we've done this show so many times, we could do this in our sleep, so schedule it into... What's that? I drew about you guys a lot. <laughs> it was our idea to switch it up because we normally record on Tuesday. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. That's why I'm going to change the schedule. Yeah. Uh, Tracy usually does it in her sleep, so this is good for her. <laughs> like every other time. Are you crying yet? Uh, not at the moment. No. <laughs> Show her something shiny. Anybody got keys? <laughs> Teresa just stood backstage and uh, said to the gentleman who is helping us, Dave, I need <laughs> tissues. So we handed her a couple of napkins, and she said to them, are they soft? <laughs> I know you were going to say that. <laughs> All right, so anything else for housekeeping? No? Going once, twice? Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, our cruise so far. Have you guys enjoyed yourselves? Mm-hmm. What, uh, what, have, what, have, what have you enjoyed? John. Oh, you're starting with me? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's been a really great He hasn't cruise. enjoyed anything. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> been a lot of running around. I got to tell you, it's, it's um, 
for me, this has been a weird cruise. The weather's been really weird. This is, yeah, this is really strange. It's been so windy up on deck. We got up on deck the other day for like a few minutes, and it was so windy. I think I got windburn. And I was wearing a shirt like this, and I've got this like little sunburn arrow pointing to my man cleavage. <laughs> I don't think I'm going up on deck any ever again. That's called Two words sun- I don't want to hear John say. <laughs> Sunburn? Sunburn? That's my word. Man cleavage. <laughs> oh, and I'd like my Diz Unplugged shirt back when you're done. <laughs> uh, what How about long you? have you been working on that? Yeah, really. <laughs> Since rehearsal last night, I think he was uh, he was planning that. How about you, Kathy? Uh, well, this morning I had a unique experience. I got stuck in the elevator. Really? But it, but it was a good thing because I got out. She got herself out. <laughs> Thank God. That is a good Kathy thing. Kathy pried open the door. She told me the story. Yeah. Did you ever see those TV shows when people are stuck in the elevator and eventually they try to pry open the doors? Well, I tried to get up on deck 10 and it hit 10. It made a strange sound, and then it said nine down. So I waited a couple minutes, and nothing happened. And so I pried open the door, and the elevator had stopped about a foot higher than the floor. So I just stepped out and had my best smile on, and there were two people standing there cleaning the windows, and they just went like, um, good morning. And I'm like, okay. Kathy's filming her own episode of Die Hard. <laughs> enjoyed the sail away party it's you know ferris was four months old on his first one and finley slept through the sail away party <laughs> but he danced with his dad and had a good time um, had a lot of people come and tell me they enjoyed watching him so that's cool i let him dance he's you know i just stand still and he does the dancing yeah 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 right you know how to cut a rug yeah used to so what about you Corey? what's uh, anything stand anything memorable stand out for you uh turning my phone off that was good. Um, mm-hmm. But I like walking down the halls, seeing all the decorated staterooms. Yeah. Is there anybody on deck six? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's none by us. There's a good one on deck seven, Katie. What's the room number? Has lots of license plates. Anybody? Is that your door? 7122? I think. Yeah, let's point out what staterooms there are. <laughs> now you have go to, to go see the door. Go to that staterooms and steal stuff. How much cash did you bring? <laughs> Kevin, what about you? My favorite part of the cruise was yesterday. Yeah. I thought listening to Bob and Charlie speak was just, I was fascinated. And mm-hmm. hearing Jody sing. Uh, I also was very pleased that yesterday went off without a hitch. Really did. That, that went amazing yesterday. I, and again... I, I don't want to sound too effusive, but this team back here, uh, I, I already had a, a really high respect level for this ship coming on, but watching how these guys put on a show in here and how they roll with it, and I, really uh, true professionals, true professionals, and the nicest people you'd ever want to work with. What a, what a pleasure it's been. However, uh, they will not let me rise up out of the floor. He kept asking... <laughs> He kept asking, but maybe on the dream, dear. Maybe on the dream. <laughs> Dave, what about you? 
I just say for me, I had to follow up with Kevin saying yesterday was one of the most special days for me. And in part because I've been emailing with Bob Gurr and Charlie Ridgeway for the past eight months now, and to be able to finally meet them in person and talk with them, shake their hand, hear their stories, that was very special. Bob, you still owe me our martini. <laughs> <laughs> and hearing Jody sing and having my girls um, right there in the front row seeing their um, hero, their idol, uh, the movies they've watched again and again and again, and to hear Jody sing and just see them so captivated by her, that just was heaven for a father. Awesome. That's great. How about you, Walter? Yesterday was awesome. Everything went off without a hitch. It was great. Um, last... I asked him if he, if he cried, because so, so many of us were like walking out of here weepy from uh, Jody Benson. I said, did you, did you get a little emotional? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Pam was killing me when she was out here. I was yeah, back uh, there yeah. like, oh my God, I can't go on. Um, <laughs> now the, the first cruise. Oh, he's 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 been with me too long. Uh, I thought he was channeling his inner Teresa. <laughs> oh, it was me and Teresa. It was a cry fest before we got out here. We're all like, oh. <laughs> so it was horrible. I mean, I was holding it together, and then Pam started talking. I was like, oh my god, I haven't even got on there yet, and I'm weeping. <laughs> then there was there was Kevin and I back there saying we're dancing with glee, saying this is Teresa torture. <laughs> really, it was. It was. It was. The first podcast, I think, was more about the events that we did. You know, we, we had this party, we did that. Yesterday, it was about the people, because everywhere we walked around, we kept meeting friends, and we spent time talking to people. It was, it was great. The, the events that was going on, and then seeing all our, our friends that came to see us, it was just a wonderful day. So, great. How about you, T? I have several things. First, the most shocking thing that's happened to me, walking up these steps behind Bob Gurr, he was right in front of me when we started, and when... He was got to the top and I was still halfway up. <laughs> the chocolate on the bed every night. I really like that. Kelvin, you gotta It's always do that. gonna come back to the chocolate. And knowing that when we were all sitting in here listening to Jody Benson saying that I was not the only one crying. That was pretty awesome, which made me cry even more. It's like oh my god. <laughs> so it's been cool. Um, I also just want to say something. We've all worked very hard on this cruise, but no one has worked harder than John. And then John. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Let me um, let me let me share a little story. It's only fair that I say it. I say it here. Uh, when John uh, first came to me back in April with the idea of bringing Jody uh, on the cruise, and talked to me about some of the details. Uh, I, I don't think I, I, I don't think we can keep our clean rating if I if I repeat exactly what I said, but it was something to the effect of "Are you out of your mind?" Um, I, I really uh, I, I had doubts. I had doubts about whether it was going to work, and um, you know all that stuff. And he just kept saying to me, "You know what? Trust me. Trust me. This is going to be really good. This is going to be really good." And I expected to come into the theater, you know, and enjoy it, and certainly, you know. Uh, I, had, I had planned to have uh, Jody sing a song to mom, um, and uh, I, I left the show, like so many of us did, blown away, and I had to pull him out on deck and say, you know what, you were right, I was wrong, do whatever you want, <laughs> do whatever you want from now on, because I've given him, believe me, over the last eight months, I've given him a fair amount of heartache about 
about certain things and you know, I don't want to do this anymore and I don't want to do this anymore. You know what? You're good to go. You're good to go. Does Just tell mean, me when and where to show up. Does that mean we're no longer limiting cruises, future cruises? You do whatever you want. Yeah. Do whatever you want. I like to win. <laughs> you know, what I, was, what I was saying is to people, you know, John and I have known each other 16 years, and you'd think after 16 years I, I'd, I'd be there already. But, you know, it, it really, watching how that came off, yesterday and knowing that he saw that. He saw that coming eight months ago when nobody else did and he was right. And uh, so, and yeah, go ahead and take the recording and keep playing it back. Over and over again. And I don't want this to be a love fest, but I couldn't have done it without Dave. I could not have done it yeah, without Dave. Yeah, Dave Parker. Incredible. What's, what's wrong with a love fest? <laughs> Enjoying it. Anything I wanted, anytime I had a question, anything that needed to be ironed out, Dave was right there um, working with people. He was my go-between for all these connections. And we've got some stuff we're thinking about for future cruises and future events. So. Oh, yeah, he's already working on, like, Podcast 7.0. So. Um, my, uh, I, I've had a few, I've had a, a few favorite moments. Uh, certainly the highlight for me was, was yesterday when Jody... Uh, dedicated that song to my mom for her 80th birthday. Um, having uh, having mom on the cruise, having my my brother Charlie. Is Charlie mom? Is Charlie here? <laughs> is my brother here? Uh, no. No, he's sleeping. You can't. He's like I get to hear family. him talk all the time. He, I get to hear him talk all the time. I don't need to go someplace and watch it. Um, having my my brother and sister in law on the cruise has been great. My niece Robin is here. Uh, this is her first cruise. Um, so that's been really cool, having that family time. Of course, as Walter said, uh, over the years we've made uh, friends and, you know, these events are really becoming like, you know, great, great opportunities for us to see friends we've made over the years. So that's great. But my favorite moment came yesterday. Um, when I was up on deck and Webmaster Kathy comes up to me and tells me this story. Uh, that uh, Walter was looking for me. And Walter was looking for me, and somebody said, oh, he, isn't, isn't he over there uh, talking, talking to John? And he walks up. Uh, the, the, uh, John had his back to Walter, and this person he thought was me. Uh, and he wraps his arms around this person he thought was me. <laughs> and it was Webmaster Alex. <laughs> Nine years. Nine years, and the man cannot tell my fat ass from behind. Nine years and a couple of beers. Yeah. <laughs> Alex is now threatening to sue me for sexual harassment. We're paying for therapy. It's okay, Alex. <laughs> and... Um, so yeah, yeah, that was my favorite moment. <laughs> that was that was absolutely. It was Alex's too. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I think Alex is going to come either bounding down the stairs and attack us, or running out the. <laughs> oh, you're down oh, here. Oh, oh, <laughs> I can't. I, there, okay, there you go. Because I see somebody in the back there, but you know. Alex, turn around so that we can recognize. You. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, me from the back. 
but uh, no, it, it really has been. Um, you know, I, I, I can't say, everybody keeps asking me how I'm holding up. These guys make it so easy on I me. Mean, honestly, when I say I show up, I show up. Really and truly, I, that's my job is to show up. Uh, these guys have done so much work putting this on, and I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that they do it. I know that by the end of these things, John is ready to kill somebody, but then we get on the ship, it goes, it goes so well, and then he's, he, he, can't, he gets energized and he can't wait to, wait to do the next one. So, um, where are we time-wise? Um, I can't... It is o'clock. How, how long have we been going? It's either 3 o'clock... 9.45. Oh. 9.45, Thank okay. you. Um, I think we are going to take... Are we going to take a little break, or do we have something else we want to do right now? Break. No break. What's that? No break. No break. Corey's he good. He's had about six Red Bulls. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I need. I need. I need substances. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think we should take a break, and when we come back, we're going to bring Mr. Lee Cockrell Lee up Cockrell's on stage with us. to join us. So uh, we're going to take. Uh, we're going to take a ten-minute break, and we'll be back. All right. Um, welcome back, everybody. We are missing a couple of uh, couple of members of our of our team. John has his mic with him. Uh-huh. I had them turn your mic off. <laughs> <laughs> because I thought you were in the bathroom with your mic. I'm like, okay, there are things I really don't want to hear. Okay? Okay. Pete. Man cleavage and other things. Pete, this was my answer to your theme music. When you, <laughs> when you redo the podcast room, yes. you gotta have that. Yeah, really. Sure. They really. told me no. <laughs> Well, of course, everybody, uh, we are joined uh, at the table now by a very good friend, a great uh, legend in his own right, uh, the wonderful Mr. Lee Cockrell. And of course, if you have not had a chance to pick up Lee's book, I mean, we, we, do we have them uh, in the gift shop, right? In the gift shop. Lee's book um, is uh, in the gift shop, ready for you to go and buy them. Creating Magic. Buy them. That's good. Buy them. Buy the book. <laughs> Buy the book. Also, uh, well, Lee, you've got a lot of things. Uh, got a lot of things happening right now. Uh, Lee's got his own iPhone app. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to check that out yet, we want to hear a little bit more about that. What's been What's been new in your world? Well, when you don't work, you can do more. <laughs> so I've been pretty busy. I uh, since I was on the last cruise with you all, I been doing a lot of traveling and I'm doing a lot of workshops and seminars. I went to the UK, did one. I was there 24 hours. Came wow. back. I went to Germany, uh, did one in France and the Netherlands. I did some for Efteling, which is a theme park there. It was based on fairy tales and it's quite a unique place and had a great time and, and uh, did some training with them for a week before they became a year-round park. And, uh, Did you know Yvette lives in the Netherlands? Who does? <laughs> Did you know Yvette lives in the Netherlands? I had dinner with them the night before I departed back to the United States, and you know where they were headed? 
to Orlando. <laughs> yeah, he had he had dinner with the vet uh, the night before. He left. He, pla- he had planned to stay uh, in Europe another two weeks, but after spending time with the vet, <laughs> I departed early. Oh, he's getting phone calls. Ah, forget that. Okay. <laughs> At least we got a signal. So, and I did, uh, since I saw you last, I was in South Africa for 10, 10 days uh, working for Nedbank, uh, doing seminars for them, and uh, they've invited me back for next summer. So we're going back and take the grandkids, and that was a great Ooh. visit. I'd never been to South Africa. So you're racking up some serious miles. Yeah, I am. Wow. It's been good. So doing lots of workshops, a lot of seminars, uh, worked on, the, got the app out. Uh, it's fun. And, it's a great uh, it, app, by the way. It's it on really iPhone. Is. It'll be on Android system in the next week or so for you folks who don't have iPhones and iPads and iTouches and i Whatever. stuff. <laughs> I stuff. And uh, so uh, it's been good. I'm thinking about doing another book. My publisher asked me to write another book. Uh, I, I haven't decided whether to do it because that is work. And, uh, <laughs> I, they wanted it to, me to write one about service, just pure service. And I have a title, and I'm going to call it Serve Us or Lose Us. And uh, I have a lot of examples. I was in a little place recently, and I'm trying to do a chapter outline of what they might be. And I want you talk about service and how people like Disney, and there's very few people in the world to do a great job. I went in this little coffee shop up in South Carolina at 6 in the morning and next door to a little hotel we like to stay in. And... This young girl was working there, and I ordered a blueberry muffin and a coffee, and she looked at me, she said, Sir, can I heat that for you? I said, that's going to be one of the chapters of my book. Can I heat that for you? <laughs> Most people put it in a bag and throw it at you, and uh, just the little things that people do. And I said, uh, why'd you say that? She said, I just try to think of how, what I would want if I was uh, a mm. customer. And that, so her mother did a good job with her. I don't think she had any formal training, but she was doing a great job. So. I'm working on that. I, uh, I'm going to Baghdad on February 11th. Wow. Yeah. I've been, yeah. That's good. Are I we applauding t- for Baghdad? No, that he's going to Baghdad. Oh, but well, we don't know what he's doing yet. Don't applaud. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's doing a USO show. <laughs> <laughs> but even I if he was, sing. that would be worth applauding. <laughs> but I've been working with the Army for about 10 years on management, leadership things, and they're always looking for new ideas and new ways, and actually they come to Disney World often uh, to have a week-long training seminar where the secretary, staff, uh, secretary of the Army brings them in. And I met this one fellow and uh, been working with the bases all over. And I'll tell you one reason I do that is uh, when you think about it, there's only one single reason that the United States is free after 234 years. And there's only one reason. Mm-hmm. That's the military. Yep, absolutely. It's certainly not Congress that's <laughs> keeping us free. It's the it's military, and I love working with them and, and doing work, and it's just great. So I'll be over there for about eight days, eight, nine days, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, so that'll be fun, and uh, still looking after my grandkids. The 15-year-old, six foot tall now and driving, and the 12-year-old had her first date Saturday night. Oh. I know, that's what I... She thought the week before that all boys were dirt, so I don't know what happened in between that week. Uh, but uh, she went to the movies with some guy. 
<laughs> so uh, that's what's going on. My wife, uh, after she recovered from her illness, I think I talked to you all about last time, she was very sick in 08 and 09 and almost died a couple times. And I brought her back to health by making her get up at 7 and walk a mile in our house every day and drink five Insure protein drinks. And when she was mad at me for a year and a half for doing that. <laughs> But uh, she got recovered and got all f fixed, and, uh, and uh, we had a great surgeon who's our hero now. And then I was on the way to Canada on November 16th, and she, a client of mine wanted 40 books, and she was getting them. They were sitting on the bottom steps, and she stepped back, fell, broke her elbow in five places. Oh, no. She had uh, three hours of surgery. Now she has... Uh, she can't get through security very easily now. She's got two plates, a bolt, and 12 screws, and she's oh, working on therapy. So I think she did it because she got used to me giving her a shower and washing <laughs> her hair and uh, cooking. And uh, But she's, uh, she's here with you on the cruise, though. She's on the cruise. And yeah. she looks great. She, she looks, looks absolutely great. great. So mm -hmm. glad that she, uh, she's feeling better. I put on her earrings and other things mm -hmm. that she can't put on with one hand. So uh, we're getting to know each other again. Very well, and uh, so it's, I'm having a lot of fun, and well, doing a great. lot of good things, and doing a lot of work at Disney Institute, and, uh, and uh, people are starting to have meetings again, by the way. A lot of, I get a lot of bookings. I think I have 11 or 12 bookings in January, and, then, and 09 was really quiet, but companies are starting to have meetings again. They're starting to travel again. They're starting to have uh, seminars. And, Tell us a little bit about your seminar series that are coming up. I saw you have several dates yeah, already. Yeah, we've got a seminar, and I'm doing a two-day workshop on leadership, management, service. Uh, we'll do it in several cities, and uh, it'll be uh, small groups, so we can spend some quality time with them and really get into the details and uh, in different cities around the country. It's on my website if anybody's interested. And uh, See, those aren't just for corporations. Those are open enrollment. anybody, yeah. So we'll take anybody's money. <laughs> so check out his website. That's what people always here. ask me. They say, Lee, what is the secret to Disney service? And I said, well, if you pay me, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot, a lot of fun. And maybe we can do something. Maybe we could get a, somebody out there in the audience got a bright idea in your city with the Chamber of Commerce or somebody we could do maybe a, some kind of a open public seminar and charge people to come and give that money to Give Kids the World. That could be awesome. something. Oh, yeah. that would be wonderful. That would so, be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So if somebody's got a big idea out there, I've got a lot of ideas. I work with a lot of Chambers of Commerce where they actually put it on, they sponsor it, uh, they charge a fee to come. We, I did one in several cities. We usually get four to 500 people to come and pay anywhere from $50 to $200. To, and we did one in Shreveport, Louisiana, and did one all over. And they, and they like to do that because retailers often can't afford to have that kind of training. And, Right. For if you can get 500 people at 50 bucks or 60 bucks or 80 bucks, you raise 25, 30, 40 thousand dollars. Pretty good. That would be awesome. That would be yeah. absolutely awesome. So, That's exactly what I was talking about when I said, you know, letting people take ideas and, and run with them. That's 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 brilliant. That would be great. Now, Lee, our last show we talked about working your way up in the Walt Disney World Company. Where did you start again? Where did I start? In in Disney. <laughs> oh, in Disney. I, my first job at Disney was in Paris. And I uh, went straight to France and never actually, I didn't tell them in the interview, but I'd never been to Disney World. So, uh, but I let that fly. I didn't say anything about that. And uh, went right to France. I was director of food and beverage there and opened the restaurants and the resorts. And uh, my son graduated from Boston University in 1991 and I encouraged him to come over and get a job at Disney in France. He did, he got an hourly job in the parking lot. 
And that's how we ended up with a French daughter-in-law. My wife, predict, my wife predicted, when we moved there, she said, Lee, you know we're going to have a French daughter-in-law. I said, why do you say that? She said, you fall in love where you live. And she was right. Three years later, we had a French daughter-in-law. They've been married 18 years and had three kids. And so Disney was good to us. So your, your son started out parking car, you know, in the parking lot at Disneyland Paris. And re- remind us again what he does now. Uh, he's the vice president of Epcot now. So he uh, did well. It's funny, you know, about a year and a half ago, he called me and said, Dad, I got promoted to vice president of Epcot. I said, Daniel, with this economy, we're just glad you got a job. Because <laughs> <laughs> they only call you in for two reasons these days, to promote you or to fire you. So uh, he, he's doing well. He's doing great. And he loves it. And he told me when he was 14, he said, Dad, I'd never do what you do for a living. And also, So you can prove to your 14-year-olds they don't know what they're talking about half the time. (laughs) Also, for those in our audience that may not know, Lee Cockrell, Pamela Landworth, and Charlie Ridgway were all part of the opening team for Disneyland Paris. We were. Oh, that's right. We survived. Now, Lee, what do you think of of how Disney is, uh, Disney World in particular, is coming through the economy? A lot of discussion this past year about uh, the impact the economy is having on tourism in general, but certainly, you know, in our world, uh, yeah. Disney. What do, you, what do you think about how Disney is faring right now? Well, I think they did. It made some good decisions because that's a discretionary spend, if anything is. You don't have to go on vacation during a time like this, and they did some great packages, and actually their attendance was almost as high as it's ever been, but obviously a lot lower margins, but the packages were pretty... Pretty great, and so they've done they've done okay. I think the hotels are still running 86 percent occupancy, and you know, people are coming. So um, it was good. I know if anybody, uh, I, I don't know how it was for you guys. We were in the in the parks uh, last Friday for mom's uh, for mom's birthday at Epcot. It looked like New Year's Eve. It's, it's busy. Mm-hmm. It was packed. Christmas will be busy. Yeah, it's been doing well. So yeah, yeah, but you know, I mean, for us. For, for fans, I mean, uh, many of us remember when that period from uh, day after Thanksgiving to the <laughs> week quiet. before Christmas was so nice and quiet. That's why we, why we, we came uh, during that period. H- how about for the uh, you guys? Uh, how did you find crowds in the parks this week? Very busy. Yep. Yep. It's because yeah. of all of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it has a lot to do too with a. Uh, uh, you know, they, they extended the free dining promotion uh, through, uh, through parts of December. And I think that's had a huge impact. I mean, they've gotten really creative in how they're, Absolutely. they're putting out the packages and the discounts. Yeah. When they released discounts for 2011 back in August, that's something they've never done before. And I, it's been really popular. It's been yeah. really popular. That's, uh, I think, getting the pricing right for people during these kind of times is a smart, smart move. I'll tell you one other thing I do now, by the way, if I'm ever in your city, I do uh, workshops for high school students for free. And uh, they really appreciate it, and so do the schools. And I encourage any of you out in the audience in your communities to get involved in your high schools and go up there and teach a class and speak to the kids about leadership and personal responsibility and their own management and how to get ahead in life and, and uh, how to... I was meeting with a young man here yesterday, and he asked me how I got ahead. I said, there's two re- only two ways I got ahead in my career, because I didn't graduate from college. I had, I'm very organized, very disciplined, and I have a can-do attitude. And the other reason I'm successful is I don't have an iPad. <laughs> 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 I 
Because yeah, once you get you, an you iPad, gotta, you have a lot of reasons not to do what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> you can watch movies. <laughs> wow, man, you're really yeah, coming cool. after me yeah. here. <laughs> probably the only person that could get away with it, too. I'll probably get one soon. Maybe somebody will get me one I was just going to say, you're going to get one. and it's gonna you, be know the, what? The you know what, thing. Lee? I'm sending one to your house. Come back next <laughs> year Christmas. and talk to us. Talk to us about your iPad. And the reason I'm, I'm afraid to get it, my son and his wife got it, and they both like their iPads now better than their children. So I don't, <laughs> they spend more time with their iPad than they do their kids, and I'm worried about that. So. We had an agent actually say that to us. She said it's been a toss-up between her and her son. Her iPad and her son. He must yeah. be a teenager. Yes. That's yeah, probably. Go, go with the asked. iPad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so well, Lee, you... it, is, it is wonderful, as always, to have you here with us. Uh, always, always a pleasure. You're always welcome. Um, we, uh, we, want, we want you to stay around for our, our next segment. Uh, as everybody knows, this is the last show of the year. Uh, will be our next show will go up January 5th and it's become kind of tradition for us to talk about our favorite things for the year I know it's very Oprah-esque but uh, it's become kind of uh, traditional for us to talk about our uh, our favorite things or what we what we what our favorite thing was for for this year um, why don't we start with uh, who do you want to start with Julie yeah. Julie what is your favorite thing for this year Okay, all of you that know me and know me well know that I love Starbucks. I pretty much don't drink any other coffee. Um, Pete says I'm crazy <laughs> for loving Starbucks. I think Last he prefers Barney's. Yeah. Last but, year was your children. Yeah, change from her children to Starbucks. <laughs> she likes Starbucks better now. Um, She's changed I'm, Ferris's name to. <laughs> well, I could say Ferris and Finley are my favorite things, but. You know, that's kind of cheesy. So. That's a given, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think we understand that. But I drink it almost every day. I drive it three miles, and I get it because I don't think I could function without it. Um, but she talks to me about drinking Red Bull. <laughs> drinking Starbucks every day. Yeah, but she's not drinking Coffee. 40 of them a day. Coffee oh. comes from a bean. Red Bull comes from a factory. Can. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't come from a Red Bull. <laughs> it gives you wings. Dumb <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so Starbucks, favorite thing this year, Starbucks. Yes. How about you, Miss Kathy? Favorite thing this year? Well, it took me a while to, to come up with what a favorite thing is because I'm lucky enough I get to go to Disney all the time. But for all the things that I covered this year, my favorite new place to go is the Spice and Tea Exchange at Downtown Disney. Just hold on to your yeah. wallet. Take, give it to somebody else when you walk in, because trust me, you're going to walk out having spent it's, a lot in there. I got. Uh, uh, I was there the uh, last Friday with uh, with mom and my niece, and uh, picked up some teas. Oh my lord! Isn't it awesome? Un in there? It really is. Yeah, you can spend a lot of money on these little samples they're selling. That's that's <laughs> mm -hmm. something else. That's they get you else. hooked. Yep. It was. I thought it was a great addition to uh, downtown Disney. Yes, it so. was. Cool. Thank you, Kathy. Um, Teresa. Yeah, I'm here. My, my favorite thing is my little Canon power shot. Look, it's so pretty. It's red. Isn't that cool? It's shiny. It's shiny. shiny. <laughs> it's easy to use. It's not big and bulky, and, you know, I don't have to prove that I have a big camera. I just oh. I like it. <laughs> Did you know she was going to do shtick? <laughs> 
I if think Teresa's got a microphone Corey. in front of her, she's doing <laughs> shtick. So anyway, it's easy to use. I love it. When Grace doesn't have it, I get to play with it. So I actually have the same camera. It's cool. Yeah, you're the See one. See if you can take a to. picture of Jody Benson from all the way back there, though, with that thing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's getting yeah. ugly up here. Camera. Really? <laughs> Lee, uh, why don't you get in on the act? What's your favorite thing this year? Well, my favorite thing now is this iPod Touch because it has my app on it. <laughs> <laughs> Will that work on an iPad? And it could be well? your favorite thing. But, uh, I didn't buy this. The people who actually did the technical development of my uh, app gave it to me. <laughs> so, and it's thin. They say the, uh, they say the iPad is going to be this thin by April, so we'll see. Can you see? That's incredible. Amazing, yeah. huh? Well, it's amazing. So uh, that's what I like. So the iPod Touch. iPod, iPod touch. touch. And that's what my grandson wanted, which I ordered him one the other day too. So, see, I couldn't. I, I couldn't come up with with one. Um, there's actually two two things that for me this year have got me going crazy. First is my uh, my new Tassimo coffee maker. Um, you know the. It, 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 how many people are familiar with the Tassimo? Uh, it's, uh, it has the discs, the tea discs that you put in, single serve. And I normally hate single serve because they make crappy coffee. And I'm a real snob with coffee, as you know. Uh, I got to tell you, this thing makes the best cup of coffee, the best latte. It's been absolutely fabulous. What I really love about it is the discs that it has have a little barcode on them. And when you put the disc in and close the lid, it reads the barcode, determines how much water and at what temperature to brew it. So you like it? Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's fabulous. Is that it's what fabulous. you make my hot chocolate in when I come in? That's what I make your hot chocolate in. Cool. Yeah. What do those cost, those things? Uh, they're about, um, I think, about $149, $199. Yeah, they're not expensive. Oh no, not at all. That's cheaper than a knife. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, see, and I had trouble choosing between that and uh, Epic Mickey. How many have played Epic Mickey? Got a few. Um, I got to tell you, what a brilliant job Warren Spector and Disney Interactive did on this game. Um, I haven't enjoyed a game. I mean, it's frustrating. Don't get me wrong. There are times I'm saying really bad words uh, at my television set, but uh, I, I haven't had this much fun playing a video game in a really, really, really long time. And uh, so I, it really is a, it's a toss-up between those two things for me. So, uh, Corey, what about you? It was tough to decide. I, it, this is something I've had for a while. It's my Bose um, computer speakers, in my opinion. I think they're the best uh, computer speakers in the world. Not just for listening to music for me. It's, uh, I have a routine with Ferris. He'll come in the office, and he loves music. So the, the Bose speakers, they have this little quick touch pod where you can, it's a quick mute volume, you can put headphones in it. So I'm able to sit him on my lap, play iTunes on one of my screens, have my mouse in this hand, quick touch volume here. I'm able to multitask, still work while he's enjoying his, uh, his videos, music. We have a, a routine, so he knows when he comes in the office that I'm gonna pull up iTunes, I'm gonna play music for him. So it's, uh, it's my Bose computer speakers. That's cool. Yeah, I have, I have the same set you do. They're fantastic. Yes. Really, really great speakers. Uh, who, uh, who's next? Dave Parfit. For me, 
I've had a lot of amazing experiences this past year. Uh, was able to take a group of students to give kids the world for a week. Was able to attend the uh, world premiere of World of Color uh, out in Disneyland, where was able to talk with Richard Sherman on the uh, the blue carpets before World of Color. Was able to meet some amazing Disney legends like uh, Bob Gurr, Charlie Ridgeway. Was able to talk with Richard Sherman's son and Robert Sherman's son about the making of their film, The Boys. But I have to say, one of the things that was most special for me was just spending time with my family. And we were able to come down this summer and take a trip and be able to take advantage of some of the connections I've made, some of the uh, experiences I've been able to do, and share those with my family. We went to Discovery Cove. We were sardined into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. <laughs> but uh, don't get me started. <laughs> it's almost over. It's not been, not been a rain. But yet. one of the things that made that trip so great was actually where we stayed, and we were surprised. We stayed at uh, Sheraton Visana Villas, and we had a two-bedroom villa. We had space in there. The girls had their own room. They had their own bed. Dana and I had our own suite uh, with a bed. We had uh, gorgeous grounds. We spent a day there in the pool. Um, that trip, that stay, staying at Sheridan Vistana Villas, that was my favorite thing of the year. Awesome. Awesome, Walter. Um, I think last year mine was the iPhone, but this time it was the iPad. Because if you actually- I have, to- I have accomplished my mission. You actually have. <laughs> Waiting in a doctor's office will never be the same. If you have your iPad, you can sit there and play games, uh, check emails, and actually there's a big enough screen that you actually can type. You can go online. I mean, you can do anything. I I was amazed at how much you can do with the iPad. And Walter's favorite thing to do with the iPad is to hand it to me and say, make it do that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Make it work, Pete. Make it work. Well, you were up in the stateroom yesterday, and he's he's trying to log on to the Internet. It's like, no service. No service. You don't have Wi-Fi turned on. (laughs) <laughs> Walter, we are the same. <laughs> Kevin, what about you? I'm going to take that a step further. My favorite thing is the iPad also, but my favorite thing is the iPad and an Oberon cover. You love your Oberon <laughs> covers, yeah. I do. They make things even classier than they already are. I just think it's a great company. It's a small family-owned company in California. I think their product is spectacular. Their service is great, and I just think it's a great thing. Awesome. Awesome. John, what about you? I have two things as well. Um, my first favorite really? thing... Really? I do. It's a surprise, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's surprising me with this. My first is actually a person, someone who I don't get to see very often, and it's usually only on events like at events like this, and I'm usually crazy, and that's our third partner, Donna Lefevre. She's oh, one yes. of my favorite things. Yes. Donna. Where are you, Donna? Oh, there she is. I won't see her for another year now, but that's okay. And uh, as always, life is crazy. Our lives are crazy. Things just are nuts. Planning these events are fantastic for me. Even though there's a lot of stress involved and there's a lot of work involved in it, it takes me to a different place. It allows me to... uh, interact with people I never would have interacted with otherwise. You mean anyone? 
<laughs> I don't mean in person, I mean in email. I get to do things and talk to people and arrange stuff, so it's, a, it's been a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to Podcasters 3.0. I'm gonna say it again, June 24th, 2012, sign up. It's gonna be a lot of fun, we got a lot of stuff in the works, so. That's my favorite thing, I'm looking forward to the next one already. All right, cool. Um, we are going to do something different this year, though. Um, we always do our, our favorite things, but we don't normally give them all away. So you're all given raffle tickets, and I have them here. I hope you all have, whoever wins, I hope you have room in your suitcase for Donna. <laughs> yes, really. Yeah. She's going home with you. That's why I was kind of surprised. I'm like, wow. We're, we're giving away Donna. She's going to clean your house and do your laundry. And she doesn't clean her own house and do her own laundry. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, you're going to get it. And I thought we would have um, Lee draw the, uh, the tickets for us. So why don't you go ahead and pull one when, out for us? When your number is red, come we down to We want you to, to come down. So yeah, if we can bring the house lights up just a little bit so these guys can see where they're going. What are we giving away first? Well, let's say we're, we want you to come down come to down. a mic and tell us your name and your Disboard's name if you have one so that Julie can record your prize and make sure you get it. All right. So uh, first we're going to give away is um, want a $50 gift card to Starbucks <laughs> for Julie. And that will go to the person holding the... If you guys don't want it, you can donate it to me. <laughs> that goes to the ticket number four, uh, last three digits, four, five, nine... Four, five, nine. <laughs> Why is that funny? Yeah. She gave up caffeine. <laughs> Maybe they don't have a stall breath. All right, we got somebody coming. Somebody Come coming on down. down. Come on down. Yay. And forgive us because we really can't see that well up here. We who can't do we see have? Who you are. Christy Holland. Oh, oh, oh Christy, Christy Holland. Christy. Christy is that, Holland? Is, uh, is that Mike on? Yo, yo. Okay. Oh, come on, seriously? <laughs> Christy this Holland. Is, this is Miss Christy Holland from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Christy. Got like, that, what are your uh, what's your stateroom number? <laughs> no, I don't think you're kidding. Don't do that. We'll find you. So congratulations, Christy. $50 gift certificate to Starbucks for you. Yeah. 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 And we're actually we're actually going to give away another one of those. It was second fifty dollars gift another? certificate. Yep. Wow. Gift card to Starbucks. Dunkin' Donuts. Hold on, I hear people so saying. So say not everyone a got a ticket. ticket. We gave tickets out when you walked in. If you were late. No soup for you. You lose. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Lee, Lee's pulling these out in sequence. Four, five, eight. Well, they're all connected still. Oh. No, they're not all connected. <laughs> Why? <laughs> all right, someone's got to shake the bag a little bit. Shake it more? Yeah. They were all done up. Magic. I can't, can't yes. shake it much more than that. I guess you'll be going together, huh? I get your Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, really, you go to Starbucks together. Is that Joyce Ritchie from Texas. Joyce. Yay. Congratulations, $50 Starbucks Pete, for you. Pete, that's Christy's mom. Yeah. Oh. They can go together with their Yeah, Starbucks. really? <laughs> the Holland family's going to be jittery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> now, All right, what are we giving anybody away else next? in the family up there at book one? <laughs> We're giving away a fifty dollars gift gift card to Walt Disney World. A Disney gift card for fifty dollars. So you can go to the Tea and Spice Exchange. You can go to Tea and Spice Exchange if you like. Four, five, two. It's not Mike. Four, five, two. There Yay! we go. Yay. Oh, he was on Match Your Mate, weren't you? <laughs> Check the number. Yeah. John McGee, Todd is 1029 on the boards. I'm sorry, we're, we're really having trouble hearing it's that. John again. McGee. John oh. McGee. All right, 1020, uh, Todd is 1029 on the boards. Awesome, congratulations. Yeah. Yay. 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 Another $50 gift card to... Disney, no Disney gift card. So you can another one. And yep. he was not Gosh. from Texas. Those are loaded here. Yeah. <laughs> good guys, aren't they? Four zero two. Ooh. I feel like I'm doing bingo. Yay! Yay! Aren't those steps awkward? <laughs> I gave you twenty-five cash for it afterwards. If you want. <laughs> I'm Melinda White from South Carolina. And I'm hold on, hold on. I can't hear. I'm sorry. I'm Melinda White from South Carolina with Kenny the Pirate. Oh. Well, one Kenny, who won yeah. the cruise, had our Toy Story event. Okay. That's right. I really can't hear what any of you are saying. I have no idea what John McGee's board's name is, and I know your name is Melinda. Don't worry about John McGee. We'll get you that. We know him very well. <laughs> John McGee's board's name is TARDIS1029. <laughs> She's all over it. <laughs> and Melinda's board name is Guest. <laughs> She's my favorite. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to get one of these things. <laughs> What's Melinda's last name? White. W-H-I. W-H-I-T. All right. Our the last next four digits of her social security number. She is with... <laughs> She is with board name Kenny the Pirate. We'll get you. Kenny, oh, okay. We'll make sure we get to you. Thank you very much, Melissa. Congratulations. The next we're giving away is Teresa's camera. She's actually with her photos on it. So she has to hand, she has to hand you her camera. This and it's going to be red. This is for a red cannon power shot number six eight five. Me. Six eight five. What's your name? <laughs> we'll come down, Christy. <laughs> Yay. Is that a wire? Yeah, I will. <laughs> Christy, you are lucky at these events, aren't you? Yes, she is. Why come? <laughs> Christy Stangler. Um, oh, I'm Vieira Girl one at AOL.com. <laughs> Send her spam. <laughs> we got gotcha. you. We got gotcha. you. Thank you very much, Christy. Girl. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. All right. Next up, we're going to give away Lee's iPod Touch. We're giving away his actual Not iPod. Mine. Touch? Yeah, we're here. And he's also going to give you a code so you can get his app for free. Four two nine. 
No. Four, two, nine. Bueller? Bueller Is this anyone? the winner coming down? Here we go. Someone's coming. Yes. She didn't jump up and scream. I'm Sandy Gray from Omaha, Nebraska. I'm sorry, say that again, please. Sandy Gray from Omaha, Nebraska. Sandy Gray, right. congratulations. Omaha. Yeah. touch. An iPod Touch along with Lee's app, Creating Magic. Congratulations. Congratulations. Next is going to be uh, Corey's speakers. Ferris is going to be so sad. That costs more than an iPod. Oh! Oh, wait, no. I'm, I'm, supposed, to, I'm supposed to give away my testimony. Isn't that that type of show? Okay. He's very high maintenance, by the way. <laughs> So find me with Red Bull and you're good. <laughs> I don't know. She said something in Dutch. <laughs> She's heckling in Dutch. Bless her heart. Number 400, 400. Somebody. Here we go. What do we got? 400. On the top. Oh, we got somebody coming down the side. Yeah. It's really dark. Oh, I really can't see with these lights. Wow. It's a... That's Kenny. I know Kenny. Is that Kenny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the other Kenny. <laughs> Kenny Eddowes, uh, Epcot Canada Boards, West Palm Beach. Congratulations. Yay. Yay. stereo speakers for your computer. Nice. Next up, you're going to get Pete's Tassimo. He's going to be really angry. And not only that, but we're also going to send you some of my, I'm going to send some of my favorite uh, T-discs for it. Because uh, you got to have those to make anything in it. Four, six, seven. Oh, my God. Oh, my Who God. Is it? <laughs> Mary Myers, and I'm Locust Point on the board. Congratulations, Barry. And uh, I thought, uh, let's give away Epic Mickey, but uh, we'll also give away a Wii to go with it. Ooh. My. Ooh. Mm. Four, zero, one. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> the winner. So glad people laughed at mine. <laughs> <laughs> we did not rig these numbers. That would be Kenny White. I, Kenny the Pirate. <laughs> this guy wins everything. I know it seems that way, doesn't it? <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Our next prize oh, yeah. is we tried to figure out how to give away all those things Dave did. So we couldn't, we couldn't actually give those experiences away. So we're going to give away a five-night... A, a five-day, four-night stay at Sheridan Bastana Villages along with... Park tickets. Park opera tickets for two adults. Nice prize. You guys Can like I, having Dave Oh, do you want show, another right? number? <laughs> four, two, two. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when they scream. Yeah, really. Did you hurt yourself? <laughs> I never hurt myself. 
never win anything. Um, I'm Kristen Hillman from North Carolina. And um, I'm here with a friend, but this time I get to take my family, so thank you. Great. Congratulations, Yay. Kristen. You gotta say your name again slowly for us. We didn't catch it. Her name is Chris, name. Kristen Hillman. H I L L. And on the board, she is Chris Lee with L E E. I'll be able to find her. Thank Chris you. Lee. <laughs> Congratulations, Kristen. Right. Next up is Walter's iPad. Whoa. Maybe you'll be able to use With it. Wi-Fi on. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, we don't mess around. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Six eight zero. That's the one I have. Six eight zero. Yes. Yes. Who is it? <laughs> You've converted another person to iPad. That's my goal in life. Get as many iPad users out there as possible. Hi. Mary Bird oh, from Michigan. Hi, hey, Mary. Yay. Yay. Congratulations, Mary. Yay. On the board, she is Firebird. Firebird. Yay. Awesome. Congratulations. All right. And, uh, Next up, do you want to say something? Yeah. Kevin's... Uh, Kevin's iPad with the Oberon design cover. Oberon design of your choice. Ooh. Of your choice. <laughs> is that one yours, Tuli? It's the second one. Oh, this is funny. Six, seven, nine. Right behind it. The one right behind it. Uh, oh, man. Hmm. Say a couple. Oh, huh? I am. <laughs> shaking them many times. One fell out. Where'd it go? Take it down. Sorry. Mm. I'm Alan Bird from Wald Lake, Michigan, and, and I'm just guest. I'm, I'm just a guest. I'm a guest. I don't well, welcome and thank you. Congratulations. Yay. 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 Next up, we're giving away Donald a fever. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Just to, uh, you know, I, I, we, we did shake these up. Let's give away one more. Another iPad. Another iPad. What if it's a six, seven, eight? Does this one come with it? If it's six, seven, eight, we're sending you off the stage. Because, <laughs> like, you're with those people. Oh, this is a good number. Lee approves this number. 415. 415. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it's great somewhere. There we go. Oh, she's verklempt. How cute. I know. We need a different state. I'm Danielle Keeling from Daytona. I'm uh, my husband's WDW freak since 88. Yeah. Congratulations, Jeez. Danielle. Congratulations. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Okay, well, that's do it for the show. Good night, everybody. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Say that again. Uh, everybody uh, that's getting the iPad, Lee is also going to give you a copy of his app. There you go. Very nice. I have to give something else away? You have to give something away. Oh, this is costing me a fortune. <laughs> We're giving away a Category 6A stateroom for two adults on Podcast Cruise 3.0. But you have to take Donna. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry, Joe, you don't get to go. Oh, drum roll. I'll listen to him. 
It sounds like it's raining. I know. <laughs> four. Oh, wait, make everybody stand up that has a four. <laughs> One. Three. Okay, who is she molesting? (laughs) The man who won the cruise. I need to introduce her to my wife because we're sick. I'm Dana Trimble from Newman, and my wife is B. Trim on the board. So so I'm Mr. B. Trim. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you all so much. All right, that was fun. Congrats. And I thought we'd take about 10, 15 minutes for Q&A if you guys want to come up and ask us some questions or... Come up to either of the mics on the side. Mics on the sides. Let our mic handlers know your name so they can tell us and ask your question. Sorry. My name is Jerry, and this question is for Lee. Um, I'm curious what your insights are. Obviously, working with Disney, expectations for people, you know, they're coming to the happiest place on earth. In my business, it's heating and air. So half of the people are maintenance customers, and the other half have stress because they're either hot or they're cold. So what are your insights on you know, customer service when a lot of your people are stressed out. Well, you know, I don't think whether you're going to Disney or you're going to get your air conditioner fixed at home, there's much difference in thinking about how you can provide, first be reliable, show up on time, uh, have the right people that work for you so they're well-trained and know what they're doing. I think that's a Disney big thing at Disney is training and knowledge. And this just teaching people basic courtesy and friendliness when they arrive to the house. And, but to me, the main thing for you, the kind of business you're in, is being reliable. Total reliability. And uh, I guess we would say Disney does a good job of that too, being reliable. That actually they execute well and they keep their promise. I was doing a blog the other day, I said, what do you promise your customers? And how well do you execute against that promise? Or do you even have a promise? If you were doing an ad or a commercial, or if somebody said, what is your, why should I do business with you? What do you promise? You ought to think what that is and have one and uh, then execute against it and train your people to do it. And uh, you know, life is about word of mouth and reliability. We all want to deal with people. I'm about to do some work in my house and I'm using somebody that my neighbor just used because they did a fabulous job, they were reliable, they were on time, they did what they said they were gonna do. And so it's not much different wherever you go to do business these days, whether it's a restaurant or heating or pool repair or just about anything. So I would think, really think it through deeply about do you have a clear uh, vision for all of your employees when they get up in the morning, go out in those trucks and how they approach the front door and what do they say and what, don't leave it for, uh, happenstance. Make sure you actually manage it and make sure they're executing against it and you'll probably grow your business. 
Thank, Thank you. you very much, Jerry. Thank you, Lee. Jerry. Over here. Um, Kyla Gooch from Kentucky. I have a quick question for Lee. What's the name of your app? Name of my app is Creating Magic, the same as my book. Creating Magic. Say that out loud. Remember that in the word. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what it is, you type in Lee Cockrell's app, and it'll come up in Google. Many, many places, because we did a big PR release on it. Right. And I'm trying to get an AARP as one of the few grandfathers that uses all these social sites to promote my business so I can make more money. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have another question for Lee from Robert Lee. Hi, Lee. Hi, Lee. Um, Hi. It seems like you're enjoying your um, after Disney career quite a bit. My question is, um, what do you miss most from your working at Disney. And the second question is um, uh, from how Disney's currently going, what would be one advice you would give to the Disney executives of what they could do better in whatever area? Yeah, I mean, there's many things I don't miss, like 9-11 and hurricanes and recessions and uh, all the stressful parts of running a business where you have to make money and keep the guests happy and keep the cast members happy, but uh, I think the times I enjoyed the most, on balance, I had, it was a great job on balance, when I went out into the parks and, you know, if you want to, somebody said if you ever get really uh, not feeling good about your job or you're down and out or you're working too hard, just go watch the parade, watch the kids get excited, or go early in the morning when I would go there before the Magic Kingdom opened and watch the first people coming in. It's usually a mother with her little child racing around the corner to show that child the castle, and they're off to find Cinderella somewhere, and that's pretty magical because I tell you, once uh, I, I, the magic of uh, Disney is uh, to see that on people's faces for the first time. The kid usually blows it off. The mothers are excited and crying, but the little child doesn't know what's going on. But uh, I was at a, an event one time, and I was wearing the Mickey flag pen. And a little girl wanted it, and I gave it to her. And the next morning, she came down and wrote me a letter, and it was the best letter I ever got. Mm. You know what it said? I think I told you all last year. That letter said, Dear Mr. Disney. <laughs> that was, those are the good days. Now, I had a few guests that didn't say, Dear Mr. Disney, but other than that, <laughs> most people are happy. That, so that, and I would just say at Disney that what they shouldn't ever forget is... Uh, uh, the people are the brand there. The frontline cast are the brand. That's it, period. And as long as you keep that and show respect to people who work there and train them and educate them, develop them, and give them opportunities and uh, care about them. And, you know, I tell people today, there's two diff big differences between training and development. Training's when you want me to do something for you. You train me. Development's when you're doing something for me. And that's one-on-one, -on -one, sitting down with me, helping me be better making sure that I know you care about me and getting ahead. So it's all about the folks. I mean, uh, the attractions are always going to get built and they're going to be better and greater. But 99.9% .9 of the letters Disney gets is about how great the cast is. Hardly any of the letters talk about the attractions. Or even on the ship, same thing. I mean, it's the cast. You can build a ship. If this ship had a different name on it, I guarantee it wouldn't be as good because it wouldn't have Disney people on board. And, mm -hmm. uh, so. Good point. Don't forget Great. Paper. No. Thank you. Our next question is from Timothy Gamble, and this is for Pete. 
AP, uh, a couple, uh, couple months ago during a rant, you said, uh, if the food on the Disney Wonder wasn't up to snuff, you would say it in the middle of the Walt Disney Theater. How have your meals been so far? Well, <laughs> I got to tell you, in comparison to um, the experience I had on the Magic back in April, it's definitely better. Um, and, uh, that's uh, one of the people that was on the Magic with me back in April. Um, there were, uh, we've had a couple of meals uh, that were okay. Uh, we've had a couple of meals that were very good. Uh, we're at Palo tonight. Um, I, but I can definitely say uh, uh, a good, f- and Vet and Emil and Becky and Gavin, I'm not sure where Becky and Gavin are, uh, they were on with me in, um, on the Magic in April. I'd say a good couple notches up uh, here, especially, I, I was really, I, I'll tell you, truthfully, I was really impressed with uh, the embarkation uh, buffet at Parrot Key. Uh, we had some really, really good food uh, in there. And like I said, you know, there's been a couple of dishes where, okay, I'm not eating that again. Um, Can but we say cucumber mo- soup? What's that? Cucumber soup. That cucumber oh. soup, I didn't like at all. <laughs> I didn't really work. I didn't like that at all, but... Uh, well, that's just wrong. No <laughs> <laughs> one should be getting juice from a cucumber. <laughs> well, it wasn't. It was like a moussey type of thing. Oh, let's with, see. That's worse. With salt in it. It was weird. Um, but uh, overall, good. Good. Now, tonight, tonight is Palo. So, I, you know, my expectations for Palo are, are, are somewhere up here, so... Um, and they've, they've yet to disappoint me. So, I mean, what about you guys? How, how's your experience been with the food? Okay. Okay, well, thank you for that. Thank you. This has to be our last Yo, question. Yeah, well, last question. I have a question for Pete or John, if that's all right. Sure. Um, I'm just wondering what it's like to work with your ex every day and be so close. Oh. Wow. I don't know why that's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it, it's uh, uh, working with John. Um, I have never had such a good working relationship with another person. And I, I'm, I'm be, I'll be really honest. I'm extremely difficult to work with and to work for. <gasps> um, you know, I'm, uh, I don't think it would come as a surprise to anybody. I'm extremely passionate about what I get involved in. There is no separation for me between business and personal. Um, so I, you know, I'll admit, you know, I, a lot of times I have to be handled, and it takes a special person to be able to do it and not choke me to death. Um, and you know, John, John knows, John and I have worked together long enough that, and, and having been uh, t- in a relationship together for six years really helped us uh, learn each other. I know his signals, he knows mine, uh, he knows when I'm getting stressed, I know when he's getting stressed, I know what I can bring to him and what I can't, he knows what he can bring to me and what he can't. Um, it, it has worked out perfectly. Uh, what it's like for me, it, it, it's, it's honestly an, an absolute pleasure and an honor to work with him every day. Really and truly. I appreciate that. I don't know that he'll say that. No, I, I, I think for one thing, we balance each other out perfectly. There's definitely... What Pete does, he does very well. I think what I do, I do very well. And they're very different things yeah. in that regard. And, and there are times when we need that off of each other. Um, I've said this before to people personally, and they understand it, that um, 
our business is more than a business, and I don't mean to say this to cheapen people who have kids, but it's kind of like this is our child. Yeah. And um, it would be the same as one of us abandoning our child. We worked very hard for it. We fight for it. We put everything we can into it. Uh, we appreciate the people who work for us and with us very much, for sure. And also appreciate the fact that they're dealing with an unusual situation too. I mean. Kevin and Walter have to do, deal with a very unusual situation. Really but unusual, but it works. It works. The, that part of what we do is never a conflict. Never, it's never, never been an issue. Right, that's never been the issue. So There's other issues. Yeah. <laughs> so, but never that. What's funny is I find it odd that people feel that way. We get that question a lot. And I think it's yeah. weird that that question comes up. So. Thank you for that. I, I see we do have people waiting. Um, um, how are we time-wise? I mean, do we have to wrap it up? I think it's 11 on the nose. We gotta go. Yeah, we gotta wrap it up. Um, I, I apologize. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll I'll be out and about in the uh, other side of the theater um, afterwards if you want to come up. And I think maybe Lee's gonna be around. We have about 11:30 autograph signing in. It's 1130, 12. 12. It's 12 noon in Studio C. Again, I want to thank our, uh, our special guest, Lee Cockrell, for joining us today. Um, our, our thanks to Bob Gurr, Charlie Ridgway, of course, the beautiful uh, Jody Benson, all of you for joining us. You have no idea, really and truly, how much it means to us that you guys come on the ship, do this stuff with us. Um, you are a great group of people. We love you to death. We really do. Thank you for being here with us. We will see you again January 5th for the next episode of the Diz Unplugged. Have a great holiday, everybody.